everyone, welcome to Heart's Happiness Podcast. The place where I, Manpreet, share my journey of healing intergenerational family trauma to help you to understand your story. I share a bunch of tools and tips that will transform your mental health and allow you to find your own heart's happiness. So exciting, right? Each episode will cover one of three areas. One, raising awareness of what this trauma actually is and how it hides in our lives. Two, tools, tips, support, lots of different things that I've used to get better and heal from this trauma. And three, I'll be connecting you with so many specialists and therapists and coaches as guests on my show. So we are going to transform your mental health and empower you to take your healing by the hands and move forward. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. It's July 2022, a new month. So that means I'm doing a new theme here in the podcast. And we are looking at our subconscious minds because our subconscious mind is massively impacted by past traumas. So that means that's how the past can show up in the present moment through our unconscious and our subconscious mind. And that's what we're talking about today. Well, for this whole month. And if you wanted to go into this theme a little bit deeper and explore it within you, I recommend coming and joining my Rewrite Your Story membership for $15.99 per month. Um, and you can just trial it for a month and see how it is for you. We have a weekly journey prompts to explore this theme. I do a masterclass on this theme. We have a Q&A session on this theme. And then we also have a Facebook group where we're setting intentions for the week and really focusing on our healing on a weekly basis. So if you want to come and join us, I'm going to pop the um, link in the episode notes. And I really love doing the membership and I get involved too so I set intentions and I do the work as well so um yeah I'd love to have you there especially if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and it resonates and you're feeling like you're alone in this you're not there's a lot of us doing this work doing this healing work so come and join us um and the other thing um I was like really inspired by this thing this month that I was thinking a lot about people that are really struggling with anxiety and overwhelm and hypervigilance which we will be talking about this month but I'm doing a free workshop on the Thursday the 14th of July 8 p.m UK time so you can come and do that with me live for free or you can watch the replay and I will put that into the episode notes if you want to sign up so the reason why is what I hear so much is people getting stuck in their journeys of healing because of anxiety and overwhelm. And we've had a really difficult couple of years. The pandemic, COVID was a big trauma. So we're all struggling with that. So if you are someone that struggled with anxiety prior to the pandemic and it's got like loads worse, that is probably because it has brought up some of those earlier wounds in, within you. And I'll be talking about that all for free in that workshop. So I would love, love, love to meet some of you there and um, talk a bit more about what's going on inside of you and how you can change that. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about self-sabotage. So um, this is a big part of the subconscious mind and we all, all, absolutely every one of us does this, especially when we are trying to grow and we are trying to change. So the subconscious mind the mind just the brain generally really likes us to do the same things all of the time because when it does that it feels very very safe so when you've been doing whatever it is that you've been doing for a long time it feels 
you know, it it does it might feel like not very happy or because the brain's not really bothered by that, but it's like, okay, we're fine, we're not being chased by a tiger, right? So that means that you may be in in your life and struggling with things like relationships or your health or going for a job or anything like that. And you're like, oh, you know what, this year I really want to go for a promotion. I really want to um, improve my health. I really want to get into a relationship. And, you know, you unconsciously sabotage yourself. And what that means is that it keeps us where we are. And our brain likes that because it doesn't need to go into the unsafety feeling. It doesn't need to go into the I'm being chased by a tiger feeling. And that's what happens when we try to change. And I have like this question asked quite a lot. Like, what do you do like to make that like discomfort go away when when you want to change and it just feels so uncomfortable well all of us humans struggle that's part of uh, the change curve that we sort of go through that discomfort as we sort of shed that old skin and become that new version of ourselves what I find helps me when I'm changing is a routine to really support me. So that will be, I will do affirmations in the morning for the area that I want to change. I will um, listen to books and podcasts of people that are already doing the changes that I want. So whether that's health or um, whether that's my business or whatever. So I will basically cram my brain with so much information. That's what works for me anyway to make myself be like, yeah, okay, other people can do this. This is safe. So overriding the negative self-belief. So self-sabotage is basically there because our brains are trying to protect us. And part of the reason why it is, is it's called a psychological reversal. So let's just say, you know, you're, you're doing something that you really enjoy. So hanging out with a friend or someone that you feel really safe and you're really comfortable with or doing an activity that you absolutely love and you're calm and you're chilled and your energy is just flowing so nicely, right? I'm sure you have something of your own that you do that like that so like uh, you know we all have it and um, I'll be walking in nature nearby and I feel so relaxed and so calm and I'm not worried I'm not sabotaging myself I'm not overthinking I'm not anxious I'm just in the moment I'm present and I feel really really good and the energy is just flowing within me and I'm just enjoying that moment and that is you know how we want to be But then we have this psychological reversal. So that means that when we're trying to um, do something, the reverse is happening. So let's just say I really want to be in a relationship. And this this happened to me. So I can use this as an example. So when I was very um, early on my journey of healing, I tried to date. Um, so first of all, I tried to date the people that my parents wanted me to date, which was from the same background as me, same religion, same caste and all these different rules they had. And I would go on the date and I would feel the psychological reversal. So I wasn't chilled and enjoying it and being there in the moment. I was feeling panicked. I was feeling like I didn't want to be there. I was feeling like, oh, I don't really like this guy. I don't even know what I'm doing here. And the psychological reversal was happening. And I didn't understand because it's so unconscious. You don't realize it's even happening. But it was happening within me because there was something that was causing the psychological reversal. And that's often trauma and experiences of the past that have made us feel really unsafe. So 
even though I didn't realize it at the time, so I'm, I'm, I'm talking back at this and you may have some experiences now, like when you catch yourself doing self-sabotage, it's normally a lot later. Um, so I'd be going on these dates and they were really nice guys and they were really available and they, you know, they like these arranged marriage dates are like with the mind of getting married. So, but I would just be like, oh no, you know, he's too short or he's really boring or, you know, we don't have anything in common. And there was somebody that I actually went out and like a couple of dates with and he was really nice and really kind and funny. And I literally talked myself out of it um, and made up reasons and actually recommended him to one of my friends. And now that is self-sabotage. Okay, so what was happening now that I look back at it was the psychological reversal was happening within me. So my brain was getting into gear and it was like, no, 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 I'm not this because of that, because of that. It was giving me all these reasons to not doing something because what I was doing was feeling very unsafe to me. And so then I very subtly sabotaged myself by recommending him to my friend, to ending all communication with him and ending that possible relationship because of underlying trauma so that's why I did it I mean I didn't know at the time I just convinced myself that we weren't compatible for each other and that's what it was so that is what psychological reversal does within us so for example you may be listening and and maybe you're doing the same with like dating the good guys or maybe you're doing the same with your health like you really want to be lose some weight and eat healthy but in the middle of the night you're stuffing your face with ice cream and chocolate and that is a psychological reversal going on there because the behavior that you're doing is keeping you safe and is keeping that sort of negative flow of energy that's within you at bay so now like I really analyze my self-sabotage and what my subconscious is doing when I look back at that dating experience which was years and years and years ago I felt very vulnerable and scared when I liked someone and I didn't feel safe with men. I didn't feel safe in relationships. So I would sabotage them, especially with the good ones. So especially with the calm, healthy relationships, I would sabotage those because that would keep me safe. That would keep me single and that would keep me on my own. And that's where I felt safer. So that's where my psychological reversal was happening. And then, um, you know, it would happen in the opposite way. So self-sabotage kind of displays in different ways. So when I would like somebody who wasn't so good for me, who was unavailable or, you know, not the right characteristics, my self-sabotage would be to chase these people, this unavailable love. Because again, that kept me single and safe because I didn't have to deal with my fear around being close to men or that men were really scary and really unsafe. And this, beneath it all, beneath all of that psychological reversal is a core belief, a a negative self-limiting belief that was stopping me, which was that men are not safe, that I'm not lovable, that I'm not enough, that I'm not worthy of love. Those were all lying beneath the surface and I was acting it out in my subconscious but through my behavior. And I've done this with so many things. Like this is just an easy example that I can use, but I can also use it for like this year. So 
every time that I change and I work on myself continually um, and we call it the up level okay so imagine you have this huge mountain that you're trying to climb and your mountain is the healthy relationship or it's the um, you know loving yourself or um, earning more money or you know running a business whatever it is so at the moment mine's running a business and health and so what I found myself, so I've been doing this now like full time for six months and um, I've been doing it for a couple of years, but full time for six months. And there would be points when I would feel really overwhelmed, really anxious, and I would sabotage myself. You know, I would, I wouldn't do my work. I would just sit and watch Netflix and just like completely freeze up. And that's, again, because I was going through an up level. So I was going up a mountain. I was feeling very scared and all those negative self-beliefs were coming up. It wasn't safe. So I began to sabotage myself. And sometimes it's really subtle ways. Like, you know, I am just launching my courses on an online platform now, but I could have done this months ago. And part of the reason why I didn't was my own self-sabotage, was my own fear of being seen, of recording videos of my face. I'm like, I've discovered I'm super introverted, and which is why I love my podcast. So, you know, it was like triggering me almost, doing my videos and putting myself out there, um, which might surprise some of you. But that's that was my psychological reversal within me that was creating that self-sabotage. So I would put it off, I'd make excuses, I would... Um, you know, watch Netflix. So I wouldn't have to do it because it felt so uncomfortable to change. And that negative self-belief was below that was like, oh, I can't do this. What am I doing? You know, I'm going to create a course and no one's going to buy it. What am I doing? So that is what we, that is what we do. And all of us do that to some degree when we're trying to change, but our self-sabotage looks different and it like feels different and when you've had trauma in your past it can feel really scary it can feel like you're really under threat and you're gonna die kind of it can feel that extreme sometimes because you can feel that unsafe I know I certainly experienced that when I was dating so even when I was dating my now husband and that is because the psychological reversal for me around that area was so strong and you know I would sabotage it through things I would say to him I would try to run away from the relationship I would um you know tell myself a whole story that he we weren't right for each other because again it was making me feel really unsafe so this could be happening for you and I also have done this with my health goals so that's a really big goal for me for this year and I have struggled with it a little bit because food has been a real comfort to me and it's something that I've been working on a lot but because I'm changing so many areas of my life like giving up my job and getting married and things like that you know it's kind of like I'm trying to hold on to these things that give me comfort and then I find it really hard to let them go so again the self-sabotage comes it's not like I'm just not being healthy for a one day it'll be like well you know going to eat a whole bag of chocolate because, you know, and that's a real sabotage. It's not like I'm having one and I'll have the bag if I'm sabotaging myself. Okay, so I want you to think about yourself in your life today and a goal and a dream that you have, whatever that is, that's different for all of us. And really think about how you may be sabotaging yourself, getting that thing that you want so much. Because so often it is us that's holding ourselves back. And if you are struggling with it, like I said, we all have 
negative self-beliefs and we all have these trauma wounds beneath us, but it doesn't mean we can't move through them. So one of the things I will notice is like, I actually call it out a self-sabotage. So, you know, when I'm having a bad work day, I'm like, you know, I I would even say it to my partner, I'm doing a a self-sabotage right now. And sometimes we may choose to do a self-sabotage, but sometimes we're doing it unconsciously. So it's just becoming really aware of your behavior. And when you're doing something to sabotage your own progress, and that's okay, like having compassion and forgiveness for yourself that you're actually doing that because you feel really uncomfortable about what whatever change you're trying to call into your life. But be aware of it because until you overcome that sabotage and move that little bit up the mountain, you will keep doing it in some kind of way. And I see this a lot with clients and with my, with myself as well, where we want something so, so much. Um, and we're like, we can't see the bits that we're doing that are stopping us from having the thing. So maybe you really want to heal and you really want to be better and you want to feel happy and you want to feel good. But every time you think about going for coaching, going for therapy, you get really scared. So you don't do it. That could be your form of sabotage, holding yourself back, not getting the help that you need, not investing in yourself. You could be sabotaging yourself by not showing yourself love and care on a daily basis. You could be sabotaging yourself by putting yourself in situations that are really stressful and really scary for you and that really hurt your nervous system. Like you could be doing that. Again, you're doing it unconsciously, but it's starting to become very aware of your behavior and we can really I know I've really suffered with like self-hate and self-blame when I do do a sabotage but what I'm trying to practice and what I really encourage you to do is to have real love and kindness for your sabotage it's like oh bless you you're trying to keep me safe thank you so much for that but I really want to move past this And I can move past this. And you can do that in various ways. Like I love the affirmations. I love doing things that really regulate my nervous system and keep me calm. So when I'm going through a worry, anxious pattern of, oh my God, I can't do this. um, Before I go to sabotage myself, I notice that my energy is changing. That I'm escalating into what I call the crash state, which is I'm triggered, I'm not emotionally regulated, I need to go regulate myself. So I will go do something to regulate myself, like lie on my grass, have some water, make myself a meal, listen to a podcast, listen to a YouTube. That's what works for me. We're all different. And then that will kind of calm me down. Um, Like I have an example, I was on a course this weekend and it was great. I loved it so much. It was on Zoom the whole weekend and I just felt so shattered at the end of it. And I could feel myself, I could hear the voice in my brain, the sabotage voice that's like, why don't you go and get some chocolate and pour yourself a drink, um, like a whiskey, and just wind down because you've had such a bad day. There it is, the sabotage voice. I've had a really healthy day. I've done, you know, I've taken really good care of myself, but I am really tired. But the little voice wants to bring me back to the level that I'm at. I guess in a, in, a, in a place of safety or because it's a, it's a pattern, it's a behavior I'm in. Because that was something that I used to do, like when I'd finish sessions, I would treat myself. 
And I really felt the urge to do it. And then it was like, okay, so how am I gonna not do this? So I watched like YouTube health videos for some of the health things that come up in my blood test recently to remind myself why I'm not drinking or eating chocolate right now. And um, so I did that and then I moved my body a little bit. So I did a bit of clearing of the house. I listened to some music, had a little dance in my kitchen. And then I did some journaling and then I like was like, you know what, I'm actually really tired. I'm just going to watch the film in bed. And I went to sleep. And basically that sabotage just passed. It just passed me by. So that's the thing. Like it feels like a wave that's going to kill you. And you're like, oh my God, I'm really going to hurt myself if I, you know, I'm going to do something really bad. But if you actually just focus on the regulating of your system, it will pass. Especially if it's because you're tired or you're hungry or you're, you know, you've got an emotion. So that's something that I would really recommend is actually just regulating yourself before the sabotage happens. The other thing is that we can also sabotage things like if like if we're trying really hard not to people please and we're trying to be have boundaries and we're trying really, really hard. And then we could subtly sabotage ourselves by saying yes to someone that's not a great situation for us because it feels too scary to say no so then we sabotage and the sabotage is doing the thing that we don't want to do and they're feeling rubbish about it and then you're really exhausted and tired after the event and you're like oh my god what did I do I shouldn't have done this and you start going you know you start to beat yourself up because of it and again you're doing it because it's easier <laughs> basically it's less it doesn't make you happy and it doesn't feel good but it's easier. So, but the thing is, because it's easier, it keeps you stuck in where you are on that mountain and doesn't allow you to move and to progress. So had I carried on with my now husband by sabotaging and running away from the relationship, I wouldn't be married today, right? I wouldn't be. But what I learned to do through that process of sabotaging was I learned how to regulate and calm myself down. So when I was feeling to run away or to, um, you know, question the relationship in my mind, I would get in my journal and I'd be like, what's going on? What am I feeling? And what often I was feeling was actually something from my childhood and not feeling very safe. And then I would give that to myself and give that to my inner child. And that's what I talk about a lot in my work and in my eight-week course, which you are welcome to join because it is available now. Um, And I'll leave that link in the episode notes as well. And the other thing is my other great tip for self-sabotage is accountability. So actually starting to hold yourself accountable for your behavior. So if you're like got your health goal or you're going to try a date or something like that, you know, having accountability, whether that's with a friend or you want to come and join our Rewrite Your Story membership and like say it to the group, I'm doing this all week. It's a great way to make yourself do it and question your self-sabotage when you are planning to do it. The other thing is really investing in yourself to get over those some of those humps. You don't have to do everything on your own. There's a lot of this healing journey I did on my own, but I could have really got some support. And now I'm like, I will pay for support if I need it. So, um, you know, like for my health goals right now, I've got, I've been working with somebody, um, a nutritionist, a functional scientist to help me understand what's going on with my body and how I can make it better. Because when I was trying to do it myself, I just wasn't getting anywhere. 
And I just needed to invest that money and invest that time and that energy into sorting out that issue. So that's something that I'll do. I'll like invest if the self-sabotage is happening all the time. And, you know, investing in someone that can help me with that. And this lady is definitely helping me in some elements, but there are some other things coming up and I'm trying to work through them myself, but I'm like trying to work out what I need, how I can help myself to move through it. And that's the thing, like we always have the choice to move through it. You don't have to accept defeat and be like, oh my God, I'm going to sabotage myself for the rest of my life because you won't. Once it feels comfortable and normal and safe, you won't do it anymore. And for those underlying trauma wounds that are happening in that psychological reversal, so, you know, the reason why you're staying where you are, like you're you're, you're doing it for a reason, it, it's probably, it's very unconscious, but it's there. So like, you know, I didn't realise it at the time that I was very unsafe around men and that's why I wasn't, you know, being in relationships. But like, you know, just writing it down and being like, so why did I do that? What's going on? How do I feel? What, you know, how am I feeling inside? What is it that I want from my life? And, um, you know, I, I know people that get really frustrated with themselves. They're just like, I am so scared. I can't do it. I completely shut down. I completely freeze. And that is your trauma response happening within your body because it feels so unsafe so doing things that can help your body to be safe is a great thing to do and bringing in trauma release exercises to help you release that fear is really good as well so um, as you know I do EFT with my clients so we can do particular um, techniques which mean that you don't even have to tell me what happened and you can still process that energy within the body so EFT is really powerful you could even do it on yourself um I have got some podcasts on it so you know you can even do it on yourself you can even tap on yourself but work with a practitioner it's even better and you know we can do eye movement on it so on memories of the past that are showing up which are causing the self-sabotage and which means it will drift away and and I was on a course this weekend and I love this analogy. So I'm going to use it and with you now. So we talk about with clients that we all have this forest, like all of us have this forest and we have different issues that are in the forest. So a tr- different tree. So I've explained that one of my trees used to be that men are not safe. So that was my tree. That was my belief. And attached to that was some core issues like, um, you know, the, the experiences that I'd had with my dad and my granddad, for example. So that's there were some real core issues of feeling very physically unsafe. And then what I had to do was with that tree, I had to clear it down. I had to release it. So I would do that with my own work through journaling and through inner child work. I would do that through working with somebody else, like a coach or a therapist, to get that other perspective because sometimes they could see things in my forest that I couldn't see. And I would use affirmations. I would do, um, you know, some regulation around my nervous system to make myself feel safe around men. And slowly, slowly, that tree in the forest, that, you know, that aspect, that thing that made me feel unhappy and that was causing problems was gone. And I still have other trees in my forest, which I'm working on right now, which is like uh, my health and, you know, my business. Um, And they are bringing up things and showing me other aspects of my past 
that need healing. So that's the thing. When these things come up, the self-sabotage, and, you know, it's for a reason. It's coming up because it's showing us a wound that we need to clear and to heal to be able to move forwards to where we want to. If I hadn't cleared down that tree that I had regarding men, I wouldn't be married. I wouldn't have fulfilled that dream that I wanted so much to share my life with someone because that tree needed to be cleared. So what are the trees in your forest? What are the trees that are are there at the moment that are causing you problems and keeping you stuck? Because you have the option to choose and to heal it. And you can do so much of that work on your own. You can do it fully on your own, I reckon. But sometimes we just need a helping hand. And if that's what you need, just give me a shout. I have lots of tools for you. Um, But it's just, I just want to say that I know it's frustrating. You get frustrated with yourself that you're like, oh my God, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. But if you just do a bit of trauma release work, so the tapping, eye movement, there's TRE trauma release exercises, it could be yoga for you, dancing, it could be shaking, it could be boxing, something that involves your body and where you um, think about whatever it is and start releasing it. What am I feeling? What am I needing? And the self-sabotage will get less. Um, and it's also about being conscious and noticing when that self-sabotage is is playing out as well. But I want you to know that we all have it. We all have it. And we all have different types of trauma that we've experienced that's given us our different trees in the forest. But I don't want you to give up hope or belief that you can, cannot change that because you absolutely can. It's just about finding what is that core issue and clearing it out. Because once you've cleared that out, then you won't sabotage in the same way. You might sabotage something else like I've been doing, but you won't in that way for that particular thing. And that shows growth and change and healing. And that's what we're all here for. I'm hoping that you're listening to me because you want to heal and you want to break the cycle of trauma. But you could be getting really frustrated with your own mind because it's keeping you in in a stuck place. Um, And just know that you can change that by creating daily habit changes within yourself, doing your inner child work, journaling, figuring out what's going on, going to see someone for help. All of these things mean we get to move over the hump. So I always, I will move over my hump. So there's things I'm working on right now. And I'm sure I'll be telling you all about those and how I've overcome it, what I've learned. I learned tools, I learned techniques. Um, You know, I've through podcasting and through my work over the last year and a half, you know, I've learned about coherent breathing. So I'm doing that regularly to help me to calm my body down so that I can make the changes. And I still like get worried and I have my anxious moments, but I'm just constantly trying to bring myself back to the present moment and what my goal and what my vision is. And why do I really want that thing? Also, that's the other thing. You could be sabotaging because there's a part of you that that is so scared about having the thing I really want that, you know, maybe it won't, what will I want next? Like, you know, there might be some kind of belief in there that's kind of stopping you. Like, what is it? Is it because you're scared that if you lost weight that you wouldn't have that protection around you anymore? There might be a little sneaky belief in your subconscious. And sometimes all we need to do It's just clear it out. We just need to become aware of it and to bring it into the light. So if you need help with your self-sabotage and you want to join us this month on the membership, come and click on the link in the episode notes. And to go into this deeper and like 
why our subconscious mind is like that, etc. Come and join my eight-week course. I will also pop that into the episode notes. Come and find me here next week, guys. Have a great week. And there we have it, guys. An episode completed. I hope you enjoyed it and it raised a load of awareness in your mind. There was alarm bells going. You were all like, ding, that's totally me. Because that's what I was like when I started this journey. And that is the start of the process, finding out this information and realizing it has happened in your own life. So I really hope it was helpful. And before the next episode coming out next Wednesday, be sure to check us out on Instagram. So it's hearts underscore underscore happiness. Also, we have a YouTube channel where I share the videos I create for Instagram on. So you can check that out. They come on about once a week. And then we also have a Facebook group if you want to join to carry on the conversation. I want to create a community where we're all talking about our very real experiences and traumas. And then there is also my website called heartshappiness.co.uk, which you can check out to join our mailing list so that as I create new services and support tools for you all, you're the first to find out. And I have a freebie on there, so definitely check that out. It's five books that transformed my healing. So if you really want to kickstart and you know you're liking the content in here, these books are like the basis of so much of my knowledge. So definitely check that out. And I will speak to you next week. I'm so excited to continue this journey with you to help you to find your own heart's happiness. Take care.